the, here comes the, here comes the, y'all don't really want it like Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Moneyline Madness podcast. My name is Matt Cherico. I'm here with Andrew Brucato and Steven Anderson. What's going on, fellas? How are we doing today? We are back. That we indeed. are so back. I'm feeling great today, boys. Andrew? Yeah, I'm feeling great too. Not with my teams, but I'm feeling great. Love, exciting weekend of football. Really excited to talk to you guys. Hell yeah, man. Should All we right, cover what see. happened last week real quick, though? Because... Yeah, All of us I mean, went one and three. Absolutely insane Pretty dreadful week weekend. last week, truthfully. <clears throat> Probably the most nuts weekend in the NFL that I've ever seen personally. I Andrew, don't know about I, you guys. Well, I know Andrew touched on it earlier, and you pretty much knew that the Chiefs were going to be coming back at the end of that game, right? Yeah, I had I had to literally have a group chat with a bunch of my friends, and I was like, no way they don't score here. It was Travis Kelsey was going to get open no matter what. He said it. They played backyard football on that play. No way they weren't scoring at least a field goal there. It just it blows my mind, man. Any time that there's a receiver who has four touchdowns in a game, you would think that that team is going to win almost every time. But somehow the Chiefs fucking figured it out at the end, and I'm I'm dumbfounded. It's just yeah, it seems like a game that only an Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady type of guy could come back and win. But you know the Chiefs prove again that they are the big dogs, and you know the AFC truly does go through Arrowhead. Yeah, and speaking of Brady too, I mean he did everything he fucking could. To bring them back at the end of that game. He did. And he did. Gronk did his thing. You know, but the yeah, the Rams, like we said last week, they're overpowering. They have so much talent. And Andrew said it first. Honestly, he hopped on the Rams first about three weeks ago and told us that they well, had too much talent. I had them a few weeks ago, and then I picked against them last week. And that was the one game you guys got right that I got wrong. I yeah. got the Chiefs right. You got the Bills wrong. Then we both failed on the next two, which I, under- I think we understand why we failed. We picked the favorites and they got upset. It's simple. The That's all that needs to be said. Vomit. The yeah, Tennessee game makes me sick. Really, that one made you want to vomit. Yeah, yeah. The other one made me want to. Oh, vomit. tell us how you feel. I was when that field goal went through. I like I do a thing where I stand in between Talking my about kitchen. The Niners and yeah, Packers the Niners package. Yeah. When Robbie Packers. Gold hit that field goal through, I ran right up to my room and I punched a pillow. I was pissed. Ooh, <laughs> I was not a pillow. So not a pillow, mad. Dude. Well, I'm not gonna punch the Your wall. Your mom was just like. Eh, yeah, no, she wall. was like, she Don't was like, bookshelf. my family all roots for the Packers because of me. They were all like, you got chill, dude. I was like, it just means a lot, man. It nah, was the divisional it round. It means a lot. It does. And truthfully, that's a game that you probably think you win nine times out of ten. It's in Lambo. You got A-Rod, Jimmy Garoppolo's half injured. Like, you know, it's all in your favor. Right half there. Like, injured. The guy was like six for 13 the whole game. The, they didn't score a touchdown on offense. That, that's I mean the hey. Packers went right down and scored a touchdown. That's he, the he was handsome part. enough to get the win. He, I, just, I saw a TikTok of him. He is by far the most handsome player. We're talking Rodgers. No, 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 no. Rodgers is a handsome guy. He's up I mean, there. He's but beautiful. no, Jimmy Garoppolo Jimmy is like Jimmy a G, I mean, statue of yeah. porn star Jimmy. Porn he's star Jimmy. so handsome. Yeah, that's a good looking guy. Great looking. All guy. right. Anyways, hopping into porn star uh, Jimmy. You know, okay, this week. We go to Arrowhead again, and we got the Bengals coming in against the Chiefs. Bengals are a plus seven in this game, looking at a minus 108 on that, with a plus 275 on the money line. Chiefs are obviously the minus seven, coming in at minus 112 with a minus 350 underline. Over under being 54.5 in that game. Uh, Steve, what do you think about that? Rolling Chiefs, baby. 0-2 picking against the Bengals so far in the playoffs. But, like I said earlier, Titans blew an easy opportunity. All right, maybe not easy, but they blew a good opportunity to knock him off last week. Put Burrow on his ass nine times. 
And although I don't believe the Chiefs will generate that much of a pass rush, I do believe they will do enough to keep Burrow uncomfortable. And on offense, it goes without saying. Mahomes, Hill, Kelsey, three of those guys lead the way. I don't see Mahomes throwing three completely unforgivable interceptions. And I think he'll put the pressure on Burrow to perform on his end in his first ever AFC championship game. With all of that said, give me the Chiefs to cover the spread, which right now looks like it lies at minus seven, like Matt said. Pair it with the following gems. 50-plus receiving yards for Travis Kelsey, 60-plus for Tyreek Hill, 85-and-a-half-plus for Jamar Chase, and lastly, 275-plus passing yards for both Burrow and Mahomes, which makes my odds plus 1,127. Book it. Wow, that's a fat parlay. That's a fat return right there. It's a nice, juicy, fat one. That is. Andrew, what do you think about this game? Uh, Okay, yeah, I'll go. Um, So I hated football prior to the Chiefs and Bills uh, Bills game last week. The Chiefs have saved my football fandom, so I have to ride with them. Although I'm not making them my lock because I'm sick of picking against the Bengals as my lock and them always winning. They did it with the Raiders. They did it with the Titans. I feel really good about the Chiefs because Patrick Mahomes is amazing, all right? Nobody else, maybe Rodgers, maybe Brady, but maybe not even them, can come back with 13 seconds left and tie the game after the heartbreaking defense that his team played. So I'm personally going with the Chiefs to win with an alternate spread of 13.5, so a 14-point win about, and an easy Kelsey and Hill get a touchdown in this one. Why not? And I'm hitting the over, too, because every Chiefs game hits the over. Wow. Yeah. Okay, not to... Not to disagree with everything that you're saying here, but I'm going to disagree with just about everything you were saying here. Yeah, it makes so, sense. So, yeah. Uh, unfortunately, I, you know, I'm big on the Bengals this year, but I really think that this is where the Joey B train comes to a stop. Um, I mean, you were barely able to hold Ryan Tannehill, who was mediocre last week, so I don't think that Pat Mahomes is going to really struggle with that. Uh, the Chiefs are obviously the offensive juggernaut we've always known them to be, even with those few games this season that they kind of looked off a little bit. I think it'll stay a little bit closer than uh, you were thinking. So I went with an alternate spread of the Bengals plus 11.5. That was minus 175. I'm going to take a Travis Kelsey anytime touchdown along with Jamar Chase anytime touchdown. It comes down to plus 402 in total. 10 beans winning about uh, 40 and a quarter. 10 beans. So, you know, I'm, I'm a big 10... $10 one unit type of guy. So for something light right there, I, I think that has a good chance of happening. I think that uh, the Bengals defense just won't be able to hang with the Chiefs. And honestly, I really want to see Eli Apple get burnt after all he's been talking Yo, this week. Yo, short little ditty. I played against Eli Apple in high school. He was a senior when I was a sophomore. He went to Eastern High School. I went to Lenape. He was a standout receiver. And guess who his quarterback was? Oh. Joe Flacco's brother. Wow. Yep. And we beat him on the last play of the game. Good. Shout out Archimus Baskerville. Took it like 65 yards on the QB scramble. Touchdown. Game winner. Wow. Fun yeah, fact. Eli Joe Apple Fla- deserves to eat shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Joe Flacco's brother actually went to Rutgers. Just saying. Uh, okay. And moving on to our next game. Uh, we go into the last football game of the week. The last football game for two wah, weeks. Wah, wah. You know, I mean, if you count the Pro Bowl. Uh, I mean, excuse me. I, I'm, I don't the respect the Pro play. Bowl, too. I, like, I don't respect oh that. Oh, my God. Wait, you're actually counting the Pro Bowl? No. You know Dude, what frustrates me about Bowl the Pro Bowl like, is whenever they're, like, trying to hype it up, like, before, like during the games, they'll do, like, a promo. They always say, like, the best of the best. It's never the best. Like, Mitch Trubisky was a Pro Bowler a few yeah, years ago. Yeah, it's, like, the third it's best. The third, it's always, like, the fifth respect best Respect the MVP. The best the guys are MVP. vacationing. Well, this year's MVP. The Nick Valley MVP. Splash with the slime. Yeah. 
But uh, this game, we got the 49ers going against the Rams. The Rams come in at three and a half point favorites. That's minus 110, and they are a minus 184 on the money line. 49ers coming in at a plus 154 money line. And the over-under sits at about 46. Man, these NFC games just get tighter and tighter every week. Yeah, honestly. they do. I want to like, know what you think, though. What do you think? really ridiculous. I don't, I don't like to say it, but I think that uh, the Rams are going to come out, you know, a little lackadaisical on defense. And I think that last week made them a little comfortable. And I really just like Shanahan's playbook enough to keep things interesting. I think that the Niners, if they want to win, they got to limit the Jimmy G turnovers. I really think that, I mean, he threw the ball, what, was it 13 times last week? Yeah, Andrew Something would know like better that. than I would. You, I believe his <laughs> stats before they just started running the ball every play were 6 for 13, and he threw an interception to Adrian Amos. And it was gross. And too. actually, he threw one that should have been intercepted by uh, Eric Stokes. That probably would have won the. It would have been an easy pick six. Like he threw some horrible balls the other day. That Amos but it interception does not change how bad. handsome he is. I mean, yeah, no, it doesn't change how handsome he is. But uh, that does uh, porn star Jimmy. Yeah, that definitely doesn't make me want him to throw the ball at all anymore than I already didn't want him to. So, you know, I'm gonna ride with the 49ers until they kind of let me down. So I'm gonna take him again in this game. I'm gonna go Niners plus three and a half though. Give me a little bit of room cushion for error. Uh, in addition to a George Kittle anytime touchdown, that was surprisingly plus 155. I thought that was a little generous. I think he still hasn't scored in now what is like six games. Oh, wow. Yeah. Had, That's so cool. We're ending the drought then. He, yeah, he had two catches the other day. Both of them, I think, were plus 20 yards, and he was wide open on both of them. And that Amos interception was intended for Kittle. Yeah. I mean, just getting back to that real quick, Garoppolo held that ball way too long. My dad and I were both saying to ourselves, watch, this is going to get intercepted, because when he does that, it's going to 90% thinks, he, of the time yep, be interception. 100%. He telegraphs it. Dude. Yeah, it's it, gross. And that goes to your point. They have to limit those turnovers this week if they're going to have a chance. You got your bet out, right, Matt? Or did I cut uh, I just got to add an Odell anytime touchdown. That was also a plus 135. So in total, it came out to a plus 1072. That was Niners plus 3.5. And, and a Kittle and OBJ anytime touchdown. What do you think about that? Well, just to comment on your odds, I see a little bit of a trend happening here. We got some fat odds going on on our bets today. We do. I got two that are touching thousands. I believe that was your first or second one that's touching thousands in the odds. And I'm split on this game primarily because the Niners, every time I pick against them, they burn me, they scorn me. But I'm going to pick against them one more time here. Give me the Rams to cover an alternative spread of minus five and a half. Plus, a little bit of a sleeper thought here. I like 40-plus receiving yards from Van Jefferson. I know a lot of the attention has been on Odell as of late with his six touchdowns. But I think because of that, Van Jefferson is going to go a bit under the radar and Stafford's going to find him. So give me 40-plus receiving yards from Van Jefferson. And to round it off, 40-and-a-half rushing yards from Debo Samuel. Those three legs provide hefty odds of 1,189. That's an interesting point about Van Jefferson because last week, who was it that scored their first touchdown? It was like the that backup tight end or something like that. He, it was his first question. touchdown in, like, Higby in the score? NFL. I wasn't Higby. No, right? no, somebody else. No. no, this guy. It was uh, let's do a little, something Fuller, I believe, and um, or Fulton. And yeah, you know what? It was him. Yeah, yeah, and his odds on FanDuel were, I believe, like plus 5,000. I wonder why. <laughs> yeah, no. I mean, some guy out there, I saw Barstool Sports posted a uh, like a bet that some guy out there put like 50 bucks on him to get the first yeah, touchdown. Yeah, that's probably You know, that's just, it's outrageous. Like but he definitely, Kendall Blanton. Yeah, Kendall Blanton wow. had the touchdown. Two receptions for 18 yards, so it didn't light it up by any means. But hey, got he across had, the goal he, line. Yeah, and he had the first one. So that's all yeah. that matters. Well, 
with this game for me, I'm obviously rooting for the Rams really hard. Although, something that the 49ers did that they can't really do this week is they, they limited Devontae Adams, which is great. When you can do that, that's great. They could limit Cooper Cup all they want. Then you have Odell. You can limit Odell all you want. Then you have Cooper Cup. You're not going to be able to do what you did last week. Limit those three guys, and guess who's running the ball right at you? Cam Akers. Yeah. Sonny Michelle. It's just an not endless list. It's not likely that they hold the Rams in perfect conditions to what they held the Packers to. So more likely is the Rams are going to score. So then the Niners have to score. If you could not score last, they didn't score a touchdown last week. They got a pump block touchdown. So like the likeliness that they score what they need to score to win this game, not good at all. I'm rooting for Matthew Stafford in this one. Handsome Jimmy, I'm sorry, I got to pick against you, Jimmy. Unfortunate. It's very unfortunate, but I'm also going to say Cup and Beckham both wind up with a touchdown. Both of them are going to wind up with a touchdown because I think they're going to try to limit both, but at some point, Cup's going to start the game hot. Then they're going to want to limit him. Then Odell's going to get hot. Then they're going to want to limit Cooper. Then him. Then him. It's going to go back and forth the whole game. They just got too many weapons. Yeah, I definitely too many where weapons. And, from. and it's unfortunate for the Niners because I love a Cinderella story, but I think this one ends with the glass slipper being slammed on the ground. Damn. I don't see a chance here. So we're all on the Rams. Yeah. yeah. We're and we're Rams, all on the Chiefs. That does not. Actually, can I switch one of them? I, that doesn't sound good that we're all on all of Getting them. Getting cold I feet. Mean, yeah, I don't man, know it's only two that. games this week, you know, and they're really, really close. So. It's two games with Cinderella stories, and those are usually. I mean, it'd be really cool, I think, for everybody if it was a Bengals 49ers Super Bowl because it'd be like, hey, two new teams, but. I think that would ultimately yeah. prove flat. Like, I think they've both fought and scratched and clawed so hard to get. To where they are currently, that if they were to get one more round further, I think that they would just both be dead. Yeah, and yeah, it would still be a good game to watch, but you're not going to be getting the best out of those two teams. Whereas, I like the Chiefs and the Rams as a Super Bowl matchup because of the fact that you're either going to see Pat Mahomes winning his second Super Bowl and further establishing himself as the best quarterback of this new generation, or you're going to see Matt Stafford get his first one and finally get that quote-unquote Steve Young monkey off of his back. So either way, I wouldn't be upset to see the Rams and the Chiefs in the Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean, the Chiefs probably a little bit less. I mean, Pat Mahomes, you know, he's seen success throughout the past couple of years, so I could, you know, I could live with some Joe Burrow, you know, another cigar lighting up and some cool shades or something like that. Joe Cool Stogie. Yeah, I'm, I'm good with that. But, you know, like you said about Stafford, I definitely think that that part, you know, the 49ers-Rams game, you really can't go wrong because either way, if the 49ers win – you're seeing handsome Jimmy and Debo, you know, head to the Super Bowl. Or if the Rams win, we get to see Odell and Stafford in the Super Bowl. So, I wouldn't mind a few more Jimmy Garoppolo press conferences. I'm being honest with you, but hey, all um, right. But no, um, point star Jimmy. Yeah, I think if you see a Bengals 49ers Super Bowl, NBC executives will openly weep. Like they will be very upset because I don't think I don't think ratings are really affected usually by the matchup of the Super Bowl. But I think in this standpoint, it would be because not many people know Joe Burrow. He plays in Cincinnati, and. I'm, and as much as we love Jimmy Garoppolo, he's har- he has been horrible. He's hard. Football. Yeah, that's not what so, Goodell wants. Yeah, Roger yeah Goodell would openly They just drafted so. a guy third overall to yeah. replace him, so it's yeah. clear how they feel about Jimmy G. I'm starting to think drafting quarterbacks in the first round, not Isn't. smart. And we're back on the Moneyline Madness podcast. Let's talk a little basketball. How about it? We've got love Usually it. we talk only NBA, but I personally, it's a big weekend of college basketball. So I have a college basketball parlay for all of you guys. We're going to start with the NBA because it's the professional league. So, Matt, you got what do you got this week? Man, uh, you know, it's been a it's been a pretty big week in the NBA. Uh, Last night, we sent out a couple bets on Twitter. Just want to remind you guys, if you are not already 
Follow us on Twitter at MLMadnessPod. Uh, we're posting daily bets there for kind of the games that aren't more nationally televised, uh, you know, the smaller market games, just to kind of show them some love. Uh, last night, we were able to get an Isaac Okoro stinker, which was nice. That that secured our bag. Julius Randle, unfortunately, dropped an entire egg, literally. Like, the guy was absolutely awful. Are you surprised? Randall? Well, the thing is, I would be surprised if it... it Man, you guys I, seem to be going through it a little bit right dude, now. Am I right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I can't really put into words like what this guy's going through right now. Like, I would have thought that it's the day, the two year anniversary of Kobe passing. You know, like you would think that this guy has something to play for tonight. Those he's been absolutely he's stinking. Yeah, like you, he takes on that role of a Kobe disciple. So, like, you know, come out there and show it. So, for him to come out and just absolutely lay an egg, that was disgusting. Um, we fell short of. Chris Duarte, he, uh, he had uh, over 1.53 pointers last night. That was our bet. And he hit one in the first two minutes and then didn't hit one the rest of the game. Sounds so, like a good that's day. Horseshit. Dude, and then Wendell Carter, we had a Wendell Carter double-double, and he got nine rebounds. So, huh. you know, just unfortunate in that That's aspect. this life, though, man. Like, we are uh, – just to, for everybody listening, that's how these bets go. Like It is. It, it's, it's a loss. In, it's, a, it's in the loss column. But you were a frigging shot away or an mm-hmm. assist away. Like, that's how it goes, people. Absolutely. So, yeah, we might have lost, quote-unquote, but no, not really. No, yeah, you live and you learn, truthfully. And they're really – it shows you that there isn't anything as truthful as a lock. You know, we like to use the term lock of the week, but Facts. really no bet is 100% safe. Never. So, for that reason tonight, uh, I'm looking at the Lakers Never. in the 76ers game. Uh, something that I think, you know, I'm a big fan of, the player performance doubles. I mean, Joel Embiid double-double and on Philly it to day. win, dude. On plus 144, day. like, come on. Give me that. Oh, I added a plus 150 this morning. That must have went down a little bit. Interesting. I mean, you, well, just to be clear, though, you said Embiid double-double and a Sixers win? Yep. Yeah, I added a plus 150 on FanDuel today. So wow. it went down six points in a matter of an hour and a half. Honestly, like, that's cool, like, that it's – uh, double double and to win, but honestly, I'm looking even further. Like I could see him putting up 35 plus as too. well, dude. It's the Lakers. You know, he's one of two games tonight. Joel Embiid is not going to be stopped, man. I just get nervous touching on that because of the fact that he's been putting 30 points up so consistently that I just feel like one of these nights he's going to have a bit a of a down. But do you not really think stinker, that like, night's going to be 18? Do you really yeah, think that night's going to be against the Lakers. the Lakers? The Lakers, and I hate to say it, they're a bad team. Yeah, they're they not suck. a good team. I know that. Oh, absolutely. They're not a good team. Like, they're dysfunctional. So and they're the same they're way that so like, dysfunctional. The people like beating up on the Patriots for all the years that they were good. People love beating up on the Lakers. You know, everyone yeah. brings their A game when they're playing the Lakers. You know, it's LeBron. Yeah, exactly. Russ. They hate LeBron. So I could definitely see Embiid coming out. And I think Anthony Davis is now back from an injury. So I think Embiid takes those matchups pretty personally. At least when he plays Bam out of bio, I know he absolutely goes at this guy like crazy. So I'm going to take the Joel Embiid double-double to win as a lock for tonight. Um, I think I'm going to do the same thing. I also see the 35-plus, though, happening very easily. Matt, I think we're sharing the same lock of the week this week. Awesome. I like it. I mean, I'm looking at all of these player performance doubles, and there's a lot for Philly that I like, truthfully. Tyrese Maxey, three threes in Philly to win is plus 500. I mean... He has Russell Westbrook guarding him. Yeah, but like, I can't go down that Max. Just personally, I can't go down that Maxi road again because I had him on his three pointers in the game last week, and, and it broke your heart. It broke my heart because he put up like three from beyond the arc at the end of the game, and all three of them rimmed out. I was just, it was ugh. yeah. I actually, that's how I felt. Ugh. I have something on that game, so I, I we might as well not skip games. I actually have four over unders parlay. Interesting. Four, so I have LeBron under twenty eight and a half. 
I know that's a gamble because I know it's against a, a defensive team, but I don't know. But Who's going to cover LeBron? Just that's the thing. That's Tobias Harris. That's what I'm, th- I'm thinking. I'm thinking Tobias Harris just yeah, solely because of the size. Yeah. I was going to ask because Thibault is a bit. He's a not, better defender. But I would he's a like, like LeBron yeah, can freaking dominate guy. him with just his size, right? Yeah, they'll probably make sure to double LeBron or at least keep yeah. like a high zone on him. Tobias had a couple more stakes. This one's a bit of a gamble solely because of the way he's been playing lately. Russell but Westbrook, I've got jump over fifteen and a half for Russell oh Westbrook. My God. I know it's a bit of a gamble, but at some point he's got to figure it out. At, like at some point, or else they're gonna trade him. So I, I don't know. He's awful, man. They're talking about trading him for John Wall. Yeah. John I heard Wall about, hasn't been in the league for two. I've years. been on the John Wall to L.A. trade uh, training for a long time, but when right. I hate it. Well, yeah, he's and then I go got, there and he's gonna catch a tan and he's gonna chill on the West Coast and do just about nothing. Well, That's some it. Food for thought too. Here I was looking at some of the win totals or win margins rather for the Sixers and the Lakers. Obviously, I'm a Sixers fan. Obviously, I like the Sixers to win regardless of being a fan because of the dysfunctionality taking place over in L.A. So Sixers win by 1-5 to five is plus 400, or at least it was this morning. A 6-10 to 10 point victory is plus 470. And if you really think they're going to win, look at them by 11-15 to 15 points at plus 700. I mean, the odds and the value is there. So yeah, if you do think the Sixers are going to win, to be made. there's definitely some Andrew, opportunity Andrew, was that the conclusion of I had, t- I had just two more of them. I had Embiid uh, over 33 and a half. I think you said. Yeah, you I like that a lot. And you were saying you weren't going to bet Maxi. I'm actually going under 17 and a half for Maxi. I like so that for sure. Together. That's a lot of points, That's man. a lot of points. They're really giving him a lot. You put $10 on that, you make 120 bucks. Who so, just run me through it one more time, all four? So it's under LeBron under 28 and a half, okay. uh, Russell Westbrook over 15 and a half, which I know you don't like. Joel Embiid over 33 and a half and Tyrese Maxey under 17 and a half. Gotcha. Okay. Interesting. Plus Embiid's going to have 31. <laughs> That's that would be Thanks. Just, Thanks, that, Steve. <laughs> that would that would be just unfortunate. Moving on later in the night, uh, we go to Golden State for a Timberwolves Warriors matchup. I said this earlier, I feel like the Timberwolves are always playing the Warriors, but I guess here we go again. I mean, I'm going right back to it, the player performance doubles. and Big cat. I'm, dude, I'm looking at right now a Steph Curry 25 points in Golden State to win. That's plus 164. And, I mean, the guy has been absolutely stinking lately. He has been atrocious for some reason. And I love Curry, but he's been really bad. And if there's ever been a point guard that you want to kind of bounce back against, it's Pat Bev. And people love punishing him, especially the superstars, because he is a good defender. But if you're a guy like Pat Bev or a guy like Steph Curry, like you know how to break down a defender yeah. like that. You I know? look at him guys like, a like him or... Lance Stevenson. Exactly, like he's gritty, but like he's gritty against guys like that really don't know how to handle him. They have a history, yes. They fought. They had like a fight in the playoffs one time, right? Him and Curry. Him, him and, and Curry. Rusted. I know him and Rusted. Yeah, I'm not think... sure about him and Curry, but that would I mean, hey, then that, that, that gives me even, even more incentive. I feel to like there might have been Curry an instance where he points. like flipped Curry over his back and Curry landed on his back or something. something. No, that one was Russ. Okay. That one was actually the Russ one. Mm. The but he, I mean, Pat Bev has history with everybody. Yeah, so everyone true. who can punish him probably yeah. likes to. So for that no reason, I'm going to take the Curry 25 points in Golden State to win. That's plus 164 right now. If you're going on a single-player prop, I would probably go Andrew Wiggins under on his rebounds. That falls right in at – let me check. Andrew Wiggins' rebounds is 4.5. Uh, he's going up against a pretty decent-sized Timberwolves team. Uh, their whole starting five is, like, above 6'4 or 6'5, I believe. Like, that's just absolutely absurd. So I'm going to take them in the rebounding category. Also, the Warriors don't really have bigs like that. So 
I'm going to uh, stick with the Wolves rebounding. And for that reason, I'm also going to take uh, Jared Vanderbilt over 9.5 boards. That's uh, minus 128 right now. But the guy is hooping, honestly. Like People need to respect him a little more than he has been getting because the Timberwolves are coming out. They're a young core, but they're competing. And I think they have a shot to be a decent playing team in the West. What do you guys think about Carl Anthony Towns, player rebounds and assists, 13 and a half, over 13 and a half at plus 106. Points, rebounds, and assists? No, just player rebounds and assists. Oh, player rebounds 13 and a half for Cat, plus 106. Just throwing that out there. Because I'll be honest, these are two teams. I mean, obviously I know the Warriors. They do have him listed here. So I would assume if they have props listed for him, then he's playing. But just as a precursor that he's at seven and a half. So. Interesting. Yeah. What but, do you think, Andrew? I I don't know. That seems risky because of his health. I left him out of mine. I have a four like here, and I I left him out because I don't know about his health. Fill me in on what your uh, your bet is. I just have four overs points, okay. and I have over for Anthony Edwards over twenty two and a half. I have Jared Vanderbilt over seven and a half. Um, <clears throat> Steph Curry over twenty four and a half, and Andrew Wiggins over sixteen and a half. So all of them are over. I expect a high scoring game, so that's why I did all that. But. I actually left Towns out of it because of his health concerns. I wouldn't Where? wouldn't risk it, but even if he doesn't play, I mean, if he doesn't play in the game, you get your money back, but if he doesn't, if it he doesn't play, play, yeah. the, if he doesn't doesn't play tonight, you hammer that Vanderbilt boards. That's all I'm saying. If if oh, Carl yeah. Anthony Towns isn't playing, you could pretty much lock that Jared Vanderbilt. I'm board. shocked, though, that they have his props listed if they're not. like Usually they would wait till closer to game time to post it if they thought he was going to play. But I regardless, think with all the COVID stuff, they just, they've been hesitant to do that. Where? To just take guys off. Give me Steph Curry at plus six thirty, plus six thirty to score thirty five plus points. That's going to be my bet for this game. Okay, interesting. All right, you guys have any more basketball action? No, well, actually, if you guys don't mind, I wanted to transition into well, some had, hockey talk. But Andrew I had looks the like college he's got some before facts. I do that. Actually, my biggest uh, regret in life will be that Jared Vanderbilt never went to Vanderbilt, and that takes us beautifully into college <laughs> basketball. Um, um, so Great yeah, one, Andrew. Um, as March Madness is just is approaching, we're kind of getting into the uh, time where teams realize where they are, if they have a chance, if their conference tournaments are only hope. So there's a big weekend. First, I'm going to start you off with uh, there's a game in the Big East, Marquette at Providence. Take Marquette in that one. Good money. Mar- Providence, I saw them in person. They're a good team. They struggled defensively. Marquette just killed Seton Hall. Now I'm going to get you to two SEC games. There's an SEC game, SEC Big 12 Challenge. It's a yearly thing. They always play, and Kansas and Kentucky always play. Kansas is going to be heavily favored because Kentucky's a young team. Take Kentucky. Kentucky's a really good team. They play really good defense, My and they Jacob can score. Jacob over there. They're a good yeah, team. Dude, he's looking fire. And in that, his brother. in that challenge, Oklahoma, I don't know what the spread's going to be because it's, it's Thursday and Saturday they're going to come out with a spread or Friday. Oklahoma is hosted by the number one team in the country, Auburn. Auburn's a good team. They're really good. Whatever the spread is, I assume it's going to be in the 15 range. Keep it close. Oklahoma's going to keep it close. They're a good defensive team. In, in Auburn, it's going to be tough, but Oklahoma's going to keep it close. So my parlay for you would be pick Marquette to win the game, pick Kentucky to win the game, and pick Oklahoma to keep it close. That's going to be three technical upsets. So Marquette's wow. got a sleeper of a program, man. They've got a lot of good guys that have come through there before. Yeah, Dwayne Wade, Dwayne Dwayne Wade. Number one, right? coached by Tom Crane, who's who's going to be on his way out. So if they want a coach, they can have him where wow. he is. So correct me if I'm wrong, but Crowder might have played there too. Yes, he did. He did. Jimmy Butler, uh, Dwayne Shit. Wade. And I did not know Butler Jay went Crane. there. That's a they big name too. 
gritty defensive Some great guys. Players, so yeah. shit. I like it. I like those yeah. bets for sure. I like it. I'm also in on Kentucky this season. I think they're oh, going to yeah. have a good season. Yeah, I saw you roll your eyes at me when I said he, Toppin might be a little bit better than his brother. Dude, Dude I know nah, you're a Knicks Obi fan. Toppin was an absolute monster at Dayton. He, he was, was disgusting. And I, like, he but I'm saying right now, like shot. how he projects to be in the NBA. I mean, oh, it, I mean hey, he's, man, he's a star. Yeah, hey, man, four, uh, 18 points on 9 of 11 shooting last night. So Ty Ty Washington's arriving. a really good point guard. Obi too, Toppin so has been better than Julius Randle as of late. So. You, you know more about that than I do. <laughs> I was trying a little bit of a razz. Yeah. A little bit of a troll. <laughs> a little trolly wooly. <laughs> you guys mind if I talk some hockey real quick? Absolutely. Send it. All right, word. So I know we haven't talked about hockey as of yet here on the pod. I'm not even that big of a hockey fan, but I certainly appreciate the sport. Love watching the guys skate hard. So I'm going to dabble in some tonight. I feel confident in this parlay, so hear me out here. I'm going to kick it off in Columbus. I think the Rangers are going to cover a spread of minus one and a half over the Jackets. Columbus just got lit up by the Flames last night. Six unanswered goals, and the Rangers are the number one team in the Metro. So that's pretty self-explanatory right there. Next up, give me the Penguins money line over the putrid Seattle Kraken. Looking back on things now, I wish the NFL rather NHL, never would have expanded and allowed that team in because it has not worked out like it worked out for the Knights by any means. They suck. So give me Penguins money line over the Kraken. And to round out my parlay, I'm going to take the Ducks to cover a spread of minus one and a half as well. They're playing the Canadians. The Ducks did just lose in miserable fashion last night in a shootout to the Leafs. But I think tonight they're going to make up for that with an impressive performance against a piss poor Canadians roster. So give me all three of those legs. The odds have changed. So while the boys round us out here on today's episode, let me get those odds updated for you. Yeah, I mean, I haven't been, you know, watching hockey that much, but I definitely am intrigued. And I think that there is money to be made there. I mean, these guys are just as much of athletes as football or basketball players. So I definitely think that uh, we could dabble in some more hockey in future episodes. Absolutely. And look forward to some golf, too, because I'm big on golf and the odds there are like this weekend, the odds were insurmountable. The guy that it was in second place on Saturday had plus 1,200 odds to win. So there's a ton of money to be made there. But getting back to the odds on my NHL bet, those three legs put me at plus 727. I feel really good about it. But we'll see how things start to go on the hockey end as we go on here on the podcast. Yeah, I, I love hockey personally. I watched it a lot more when I was younger, but I'm actually going to a game in March, so I'll do a live stream for you guys if you want it. Nice. I'm going to the Devils, okay. going to the some Rangers at Devils game, so I'll do some live bets for you guys at the game so Sweet. you guys can see love my it. live reactions. Awesome. But yeah, I actually really do like that Ducks bet too. That's very good. Love Anaheim. Boys, any more words before we part here today? Man. No nah, thoughts on a, the bets? It's been, a good, it's been a good week in sports. I mean, you know, the NFL is coming to a close. So make sure that you guys tune in on our social medias. We're going to be posting more plays for NBA, you know, other sports as well. Like Steve said, we're going to be dabbling in some more hockey, some more NASCAR, some golf, and potentially even some UFC. Yes, little sir. Na- little NASCAR next week. I'll have a NASCAR bet for you guys because there's a big turn. regular yeah, season. And another left turn. <laughs> a little big, a big uh, season opener coming up next week in L.A. So All right. Love it. That. Well, Love it. Thank you guys for listening. This has been another episode of Moneyline Madness. Drop a follow, and we'll be back next week. Peace. Go dogs.